This chazor is in the shabbat chesed shvagim from Yehuda Mesechtas Adarim Daf Nun Vav. Zok the Mishnah Meir says someone makes a neder not to enter a particular house, he may go into the upper level of that house, the attic of that house. The Chum say that the upper level is part of the term house, and therefore would be usher if he made a promise not to go into that house as well. If the neder prohibited prohibited someone from entering an upper level, he would be allowed to enter the lower level according to everybody, because that the, when the, the upper level generally is never uh, the, the lower level bias is never included in, in the term upper level. In the term Aliyah. Zakti Gemara, Abraises says that the extra word Bibase in the house, written in regard to Taras, is written to include the upper level of the house. You see, you need an extra word to include the upper level. It wouldn't be included if not for that extra word. Abraises said it has to follow Rabbeinu, because according to Rabbanon, the upper level is already included in the simple term of the house. You wouldn't need an extra word for that. Abraises said no. It may even follow the Rabbanon. With regard to Taras, since the Torah says that Taras only applies in base, Eretz Achuzaschem, we would think that it only applies to a house that's attached to the ground, not an upper level. Therefore, we need an extra word to teach it even apply to an upper level of a house. Frek Gemara of Hunabar Chi in the name of Ula said, if a seller tells a purchaser, I am selling you a house within my house, he may later tell him he was referring to an upper story. Now it seems, it seems to be that he may only say he was referring to the upper story because he told him a house within my house. But if he would have said, I'm selling you a house, like just like that, without saying a house within a house, he would not be able to do so. He would not be able to refer to an upper story. This seems to only follow Reb Meir, who says that a house does not include the term upper level. The Mar said, no, may even follow the Rabbanon. When Ula said that he may show him the Aliyah, it doesn't mean the upper level, it means he may show him, he has to show him the best of the house. When he says, Bayesh Rebbeisi, he has to show him the best of the houses, the best quality. If he, if he would just say bias, then he he can show him even an upper level because the upper level is included even in the term of bias. Zak the Mishnah, Meir says, if someone makes a nether not to use a bed, he's allowed to use a dargish. The Chum say a dargish is included in the term bed. The Mishnah says, if the nether said he may not, he will not use a dargish. He may he may use a bed because bed is definitely not included in dargish. Fact tomorrow, what is a dargish? So Ula said it's a bed that's left empty to bring about good mazel, was left empty for the malach. Some say that would watch over the house. The Mishnah says that the king or the Kayan Gadol who becomes an oval sits on a dargish. If Ula is correct, why would the king or the Kayan Gadol, when he when he sits uh, in an Avelis, why would he sit on the bed that he's never used before till today? He always left it empty. All of a sudden, now that he's an oval, he uses it. That's not so difficult to understand. We find that even a regular Avelim are treated better than usual. They're given food, uh, meat, and wine by others to eat. Normally, they're not. And when they're an oval, they are. So you see that sometimes they are, in certain ways, they are given more respect than, uh, than otherwise they would. In fact, if a dargish is a type of bed, why doesn't it have to be overturned in an oval's house? We learned in the Bryce that all the beds have to be overturned in an oval's house. Tamar said, that's not problematic because the Bryce has said that a bed that is designated for Kalim does not have to be overturned since a dargish is also not meant for sitting on. That's why it also does not have to be overturned. Thekmar, we learned that Rashim and says the loops of a dargish should be untied and let to fall down for an oval. If a dargish is like Ula said, and is built like every other bed, it doesn't have loops. A bed doesn't have loops. It's wrapped around the outer frame of the bed, and that's how it stays. So what does this mean? It has loops. If Tachlif, a very soil set to Ravim, a dargish is actually a leather bed. And we find that Rav said similarly that the sleeping surface of a dargish is attached to the frame by looping it through holes in the frame. A regular bed is attached to the frame by tying it around the frame. Thekmar, mission says that a bed is considered to be a finished keli when the wood frame is fully smoothed over with fish oil. Now, if the straps of the bed are tied around the frame, thus covering the entire wooden frame, why, then, then it should be considered a finished keli even without smoothing out the wood, because you don't see that, that wood anyway. The more it says, a bed is also tied with holes in the frame. The difference is that a regular bed has the sleeping surface tied directly through the holes in the frame. A dargish has its sleeping surface tied to loops that are themselves tied to holes in the frame. The Yaakov Rebbe said, a two-post canopy bed 
may simply be stood up on its side rather than being overturned totally in the house of an ozl, uh, of an oval. Rabbi Yaakov Ba'idi, in the name of Rabbi Shuman Levi, Paskin, like Hashem and Gamaliel, that for a dog you should just undo the loops and you let the sleeping servants fall down to the ground, you don't have to overturn it. Zuck the Mishnah, if someone makes a nether not to enter a particular city, he may enter the tchum of the city, but he may not enter the extension, meaning if a house is within 30 and 70, within 70 and two-thirds amas to a city, the city is considered to extend to that point. And the tchum begins after that point. So within that point, which is we're calling the extension of the city, he may not enter, but he may enter the tchum of the city. Nisha says, if someone makes a nether not to enter a particular house, he is also to pass the point where the door shuts against. But he can even stand on the threshold of the house as long as it's beyond the point where the door closes. In fact, where we find uh, where, in fact, where do we find that the extension of a city is considered to be part of the city? Rabbi said, we learned from a passage by Yeshua where it says that he was in Yericha, even though at that point he was not yet in Yericha, he was outside. It must be that he was in the extension of the city, and that's why it's called in Yericha. Aye, maybe it's within the Tchum, and that's why it's called within the city. Maybe within the Tchum it's called the city as well. Mar says now because the passage regarding Tchum says that it should be measured from outside the city. You see, the Tchum is considered to be outside the city. So therefore, if he's inside the city, it can't be the Tchum. It therefore must have been that he was within what we're calling the extension of the city. Mar says this suggests that he's muttered to go on, on the, like we said, on the threshold of the house as long as it's outside the place where the actual door closes. Rav Mari asked, regarding Tzeras, the Pesach says that the Kayin has to leave the house before declaring a Tome, and Abraisa explains that the Kayin cannot even be on the threshold of the house, even beyond where the door closes. So why over there you see that if he's over there under the threshold, it's still cold within the house. Mar said the Pesach over there uses the word Min Habayis, which teaches that the Kayin has to leave the house in its entirety, meaning even further than normally would be. We learn from the extra word Min, which means that he can't even be on the threshold of the house, but with the guy in the dorm, we don't have that. As long as he's without outside where the door closes, he's considered to be outside of the house.